Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back, and we are uh, privileged to be joined by our good friend, the uh, brilliant one, Bob Mahoney, back for another season of Clemson baseball. Although after the eighteen to one thing Friday, Ramon, I was worried that Bob might not be here. <laughs> uh, Bob, it's great to have you back. I knew it was gonna, I knew it was going to come up. It had to come up, right? Yeah. You got to talk about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, it's good to be back. Believe me, I I appreciate it. Well, I really do. So you so you liked our little segment on the uh, on the uh, ACC network and uh, talking about uh, corgi dogs and corgi races coming back after Clemson basketball <laughs> went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I sometimes when I'm listening in the afternoon, I just almost have to stop working <laughs> to try to try to. I have to listen to some of that stuff because I. Well, I just start cracking up. Well, we it's appreciate it. Stuff, yeah. We appreciate it. Bob. Yeah. We appreciate you and, and all that you do and, and the brilliance you bring us regarding uh, all things uh, Clemson baseball. All right. I don't know where to start, Bob, so I'm going to start here. Uh, obviously, okay. a lot of optimism surrounding this baseball team this year. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about the depth of this baseball team this year, uh, the depth of the arms, the depth of the pitching staff. I my one little concern coming into this season was I was still concerned about absolutely identifying a star type Friday and Saturday starter. And uh, and here we are, Bob, through this portion of the season. And I still think that's a question mark. Am I wrong to think that? Yes, I I definitely think it's a question mark. Yeah, I, I definitely do. I was just. In fact, this morning, I was kind of looking down the you know the pitching depth that we do have, looking at all the guys and kind of putting dots next to guys that have either pitched or we know we're going to depend on pitching here early in the season. And there isn't there isn't a standout Friday night guy. There just there is not right now. Here's what I and found that, a little that is concerning. Yeah. Here's what I found a little disturbing about about Billy Barlow's uh, Friday performance. It's that. Uh, Eric Backage pregame talked about the wind and how the wind was blowing out and that they were going to make sure that all their guys kept the ball down in the strike zone. And then, now I was traveling, so I I didn't see this. I'm just listening to you guys. But it sounded like Billy Barlow was up in the strike zone despite everything that Eric Backage said. Well, that's that's exactly right. Not only up, yeah, and then, uh, you know, he... He didn't walk very many. He walked two, but the ones he missed with were, yeah, way up and out of the strike zone. I I totally agree. Yeah, he he had a he had trouble. I mean, he did not even in his first outing. It took an inning to kind of get settled right, in. Settled, but he never took command. I mean, he he did settle in and had a successful outing. I wouldn't say he took command of his outing um, like you would want, but uh, he. He settled in, and he managed the game uh, versus the other night. You know, they were hoping he'd get to the point where he would manage the game, but it just continued to snowball with, you know, giving up eight hits, five earned runs. And, I mean, you talk about digging a hole early in the game and us not being able to hit their starter, uh, Osbolt, who was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was um, not the outing I was hoping for, I can tell you that. And I know Billy, you know, as hard as those kids work, and, you know, that's not the outing he was hoping right. for either. And he's got to go back and kind of examine, you know, what he's doing. And they're going to have to examine it. I mean, is he going to be the Friday night guy this weekend? I don't know. Um, See, and they, that's, they're going to have to look at something. And that was my thought before the year. I expressed this thought before the year. I just said, I, I just don't see who your clear Friday and Saturday starter is. And again, you're going to, once we get the league play, you're going to go up against elite guys on Friday and Saturday, and you better have comparable guys or regardless of how much talent you have, you're going to have an issue there. And now. on Yeah. On... You're almost going to have to make a decision on whether, okay, we're just going to go with a guy, get out there and compete and hope we can win the series on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Now so on the, Smith. You're right. You're, you're going to seal guys. Now, in Smith, you sort of got a completely mixed bag on Saturday. There's a lot of bad defense on Saturday, but and, and you have to account for that. You have to make allowances for that. But 
you know, sort of good, bad, and ugly for for Justin Smith on Saturday. Yeah, he did have six strikeouts, yep. so he was pretty effective as far as some of his good stuff when he was when he was hitting the strike zone. You know, he only walked a couple batters. Um, you know, gave up six hits, but only two earned runs. So he didn't have a lot of help. Nobody had help behind him Saturday. I, I don't know that I've seen that kind of thing in a long time from a you know a Clemson team. <laughs> it was crazy. I we I guess poor old uh, Malstead when he when he got out there and he tried to pick the guy off first and he's yeah. got that sidearm delivery which you know what happens when you're <laughs> throwing to a base. Yeah. When you got a submarine type delivery, I mean the ball is going to tail anyway. So if you don't have it on the bag. And it's, you know, two or three feet off the bag. It's going to be five, six feet off the bag by the time it gets there. And so both balls, one goes down the right field line. We got a guy to second. Then he, the very next throw tries to pick the guy off second base and does the same thing. Throws it, you know, two or three feet to the first base side of second base. And it tails. And by the time it gets there, it's five, six feet. And it goes into center field. So the guy goes to third. And then the very next pitch. It's the same kind of pitch, but it's up and away, and it goes off the catcher's glove, and the guy scores from third. And I don't know that I've ever seen that, but yeah, you know it happened, and that those are the kind of things. You know, that's baseball. You see things like that all the time. But yeah, defensively, we did not play very well, but got away with it. You know, and scoring late in the ball game, thank goodness. You know, we came up with those three runs in the bottom of the eighth inning to, you know, kind of seal it and uh, get a. Good finish there by Rob Hughes, but uh, you know it wasn't the cleanest game, but you managed to win, and that that was big to get back in the series, and then you know pretty much take control on on Sunday. Were you a little bit concerned uh, watching Saturday's performance after Eric Backage basically uh, benched the whole starting lineup uh, midway through Game One and basically said, "Okay, you guys can go sit down. We're going to play other people who." who uh, are going to pay uh, better attention to what we're trying to get done here. You would have thought that Saturday there would have been a little bit more crispness, sharpness. Well, yeah, you'd think that. Yep. You know, it's amazing to me. You go through two weekends. uh, You know, when you go into the Xavier weekend, you're feeling pretty good. You know, you got – you talk about the holes that we had from last year and we talk about the kids that came in and you really feel good about all these kids that have came in. And I still do, but you know, you had that conversation the week before and now you've got a depth issue. You talked about it when we started, yeah. you got a depth issue on the bench. Who are you going to play? You got so many guys sitting there that can play and got arms in the bullpen. You want to get out on the mound. And then after this past weekend, you go, okay, now we, we got to figure out who is going to be, playing at this position and who's going to be playing at this position whether you know we got the best guy out there you know are the best guys out there and you know where you thought defense would be a solid issue on this team you know it it hasn't shown that right now I think it will be because I think these are good athletes I think they're good players had a bad weekend even though you won the series and that's what it's all about is winning the series fortunately 18 to 1 only counted as one loss that's true. Um, but uh, you know, it's you, you don't you don't feel quite as confident after this past weekend as you did after the first weekend, if that makes sense. Let me. And I, you know, I worry about a weekend like you know coming up when you're playing South Carolina yeah. when it will be on the line, and you know, and both teams had bad had a bad game this past weekend when Carolina got beat eleven to two, I think, on Saturday, but. Um, you still you can't make little mistakes in series like this, and those are the things. You know, we made six errors on Saturday, but there was probably ten things. You know, there were some mental things that happened out in the field too that shouldn't have happened. That you know, defensively, right? They did that uh, you know may have cost an extra base. It certainly cost pitchers extra pitches, and that's what that's the last thing you need. When you make six errors, you're costing a pitcher probably what six, seven pitches a batter extra. Yeah. So it's not, uh, that's, that's definitely not what you want is having pitchers go deeper into the game early in the game when you don't need to. Well, 
the best news from a pitching standpoint was Aiden's performance on Sunday because he seemed to have complete control and control mastery of uh, three pitches. Yeah, I, there's no question about it. And you know, he is a freshman, so you get high after a after an outing like that. And as a freshman, you can't wait to get back out there again and get the opportunity to pitch like that. And um, so you don't know what's going to happen again, but you know what he's got in him because he really. He looked a lot more poised on the mound than, I, than he did the first time out, right. obviously. He uh, changed speeds really well. That was one of the things that I was so, so impressed with, and he's got good movement on his his straight change, and he takes something off his curveball. And, you know, I think his fastball's got good movement on it, uh, probably the best stuff that we had, and he was consistent, you know, through, through his performance. He really was. I thought he worked hitters really well, and um, – he just executed his pitches, and that's what you—that's what we needed right now. We needed a solid start from somebody, and and got it from Aiden. And uh, I was I was very impressed yesterday. All right, so he looked good for six innings. Yeah. You um, so you thought I was right about the the notion that the starting pitching was a. Uh, a chief concern Friday and Saturday night starting pitching heading into the season and uh, and thus far it looks like we had reason to be concerned in that regard here's an area Bob where I don't know if I was right wrong or half right half wrong and I'm still not sure what's going on there I, I felt going into the year that Clemson had the best center field left field combo in all of college baseball and that Cannarelli and Will Taylor were just going to rip it up uh, both future round one draft picks. Uh, it was going to be impossible to hit a ball in the gap between them. Now I've got a Canarella who's been uh, who's been terrific thus far, but now he's playing with a with a bum shoulder of some to some degree, and I've got a Will Taylor right. that has season hasn't started yet. I mean, are we right. worried about Will at all at this point? Because I, I was really confident that Will Taylor was going to have an enormous year. He's a, a year removed from the injury. He flashed all that talent and ability last year. I, I you know, hitting behind Cantarella, I thought, I thought this one-two punch at the top of this order is just going to be unbelievable. But Will hasn't joined the party at all yet. No, he hasn't. I, you know, I'm not, I, I say I'm not worried about it. You know, we've got seven games into the season now, and it's, kind of time for Will. I just hope he doesn't get to the point where, you know, maybe draft-itis gets you or, you know, you start getting uptight about, you know, when am I going to come out of this thing? Fortunately, I thought he hit the ball hard three times Sunday. He, you know, hit right into the wind twice in center field that were deep fly balls, and he hit one really, really hard, kind of a sinking line drive to the left fielder. Also, so his last three at-bats, he squared up, and I was glad of that. At least he was squared up. Now you just now you just need a dribbler for a base hit. You need a flare to the right field off the end of the bat for a base hit. you got to get on base and get to be part of this thing because Will can hit. You just, He's you too just talented. don't want him to put so much pressure. He's too so talented, he's talented to... Yeah. to to keep going on like this, but I, I really thought like, yeah. oh, I, I really thought like this would be the weekend that changed. And I mean, I think he went yeah. 0, for, 0 for 11. Now that's what happens when you're yeah. slumped too. Even when you hit it on the screws, you hit it at somebody. Uh, but what that's about exactly right at that? I always say that when you're in a slump, everything you hit, you hit at right, right at people. And yeah. the other thing that happens, every pitch the pitcher throws is perfect. It's just yeah. like he wants it to go. What about cam? I mean, yeah. What do we? What's the Cam wanted to on... play Saturday? I know that okay. he really wanted to come in the game. He thought he could. It's his throwing arm, so they're not going to take any chances there. I'm not. I'm not really worried about uh, Mathis being in center field. This is an experienced player. He's played center field before. He can get the balls out there. He's he's a good center fielder. So I'm not really worried about him being out there. Obviously, Canarell is better, but uh, Mathis can play center field. I'm not. I'm not worried. We got plenty of right fielders. Mathis has got the best arm in the outfield too. So, you know, he's he'll be fine out there. I know he'd probably feel more comfortable. You know, everybody would to have Cantarell in center field, but um, you don't want to take a chance on him if you got somebody who can play out there. Um, the problem with Cantarell, he's going to start if Will doesn't start hitting. He's not going to see any pitches. Yeah. 
Well, and, and that's that's what I worry about is you know you got a number two guy batting fifty nine, um, you're going to pitch around the number one guy. He's going to see a lot more breaking balls on first pitches. They're going to be pitching around him, and that's why Will Will's got to pick it up. And I think he will. I got all the confidence in the world that he will. He's got plenty of talent. He'll he'll pick it up. The top but, of this know, everybody start yeah. And the top of this lineup should be incredible if everybody's healthy and and Will is right. Canarella, Taylor, right. I mean, the the, the top of this lineup oh, you can go should right be on dominant. Yeah, Overtop beyond that as well. Yeah, Naraki and all those guys are hitting pretty good. I mean, uh, yesterday, I think Crichton did not have a great day yesterday, but he got four hits Saturday. Um, you know, he can hit all right. Blousers look pretty good when he's been in there. Um, the other thing I'm worried about is finding a first baseman yeah. that I feel very, very confident with. You got to have an experienced first baseman, and we've had some plays over there that I think, you know, somebody like a well, I mean, you're talking exceptional first baseman, a Caden Grice, or you can go back in Clemson history and pull up a lot of great first basemen that we've had, Michael Johnson, David Miller. I mean, you can go on and on, but uh, we need. We need an experienced first baseman. It's not like we're not putting good athletes over there, but you know first base. It's a lot of footwork. It's a lot of, you know, do I get off the bag? Do I get off the bag to, to go for a wild throw and then try to tag the guy or I try to stay on the bag? We saw a couple of that this weekend where they needed to come off the bag, make the catch, and try to tag. There's, you know, we, we need an experienced first baseman. And these guys are learning. And obviously they had to fall to play whether it was over top or – Blouser, Crichton, um, all those guys have had a chance to play first base a lot. But uh, in a game, it's different. It's just, it's just different when the pressure's on. You know, last thing, Bob, and we'll let you run, and we appreciate it as always, Bob, just great work. Uh, I, I mean, I, I still think the addition of Obertop was vital, and already yeah. uh, he's feeling a need because due to injury and and right. I, I think he right. gives you a little pop, and, and without him right now, I don't know where he'd be. No, you're right. You're right. I, it, it was bad that, you know, Gerald just had horrible luck yeah. here at the beginning of the year. I mean, he got sick and tweaked his back in a batting practice before the game started and pulled himself out. And then when he does get back in, he gets hit in the face. Yeah. I mean, right, right in the face with the baseball. So, you know, I don't know what – that's it was just bad luck. And, uh, you know, it would be nice to have him back behind the plate for sure. You know, and, you, and, and Bob, you, you also never know how that impacts somebody. I mean, you know, there have been guys through the history no, of this game who've been hit in the face who were never the same after that. Oh, yeah, you can go back and a bunch of big leaguers. That, yeah, that's the biggest one, yep. surely. But uh, you never know. I mean, fortunately, he squared around a bunt, yep. so it wasn't like he was just standing at the plate and right. it tailed up in his face. He squared around. But still, when you get hit in the face, it's it creates a little bit of anxiety yep. the next time you get up there. No question. Bob, but, great um, job yeah. as always. It's always a pleasure. We really appreciate your time and your expertise. Well, thank you, Walt, for giving me the chance. I look forward to next week. Every week. Thank you, Bob. Love it. Uh, the uh, brilliant Bob Mahoney. Walt Tiptooley, Road Rage, quick break. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up time to do something for yourself visit his website at www.thompsonking.com thompson and king is a debt relief agency robert king helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code when it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider. From the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles, Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. New Year, New You. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I thought about it many years. And then I did it, dropped big pounds, and never looked back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. 
Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now, are likely a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Now, you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed to your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Call 246-0886. That's 246-0886. Or visit robertsonroofing.net. Hey guys, it's time to reclaim that alpha feeling. If you've been feeling sluggish, carrying extra weight, or missing a step in the bedroom, it's time for a change. Book an appointment today at Low Country Mail. Our concierge testosterone replacement therapy plans start at just $220 a month, covering testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We also offer growth hormone replacement and top-notch anti-aging plans. Let's make men men again. Book today at lowcountrymail.com. Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Well, that's what we're here for. To get you out of your sports glass case of emotion. You're welcome. We are The Roar. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back thanks to the uh, brilliant Bob Mahoney. I have uh, personally been a fan of Bob Mahoney's for many years now. I think Bob really knows the game, and I think he does a great job, and I think he's got a perfect personality uh, on air as well, and we love having him on the show. You know, it, it's interesting because Bob actually agrees with me, Ramona, and I, as people who listen know, I said this before the year, my concern was the quality of the Friday and Saturday starting pitching before the year. And I had people write to me say, Walt, we have plenty of arms. Walt, no worries. I, I don't want plenty of arms. I want Bob Gibson. I want Tom Seaver. That's my point. Right now, you have guys. Guys are not going to get it done when confronted with other elite Friday and Saturday starters for league opponents. You, you have to have guys of equal ability, not Jags. And that's the question right now to me. It, right now, you're in a situation uh, to this point of the year where you don't have a Friday or Saturday starter established. I mean, and what's disconcerting to me about Billy, and I look, I, and 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 I think Billy is a, I think he has a bulldog mentality, as Eric Backage said. But it concerns me that prior to the to the Friday game. Eric Backage is on pregame and is saying that the wind is blowing out. 
We have uh, worked with all our pitchers, spoken to all our pitchers. We have to keep the ball down. And then Billy takes the hill and everything's up in the strike zone. That's a concern because not only does it fly in the face of what the what Eric Backage just said, it, it means that you couldn't do anything about it. it. It means that your control issues were of a degree that you were not at all in the strike zone where the coach manager wanted you to be. That worries me. Uh, Tristan Smith had uh, control issues as well. Um, I think he only walked two, but you know it was it was problematic. Um, I'm concerned about that. I don't I don't know where that goes. I I, I you know listen. Honestly, Bob went further than I did because he basically said I don't, I don't know if if Billy will still be the Friday starter against South Carolina. Okay, well that's going further than I did. But yeah, I mean, to me. Um, that was the question I expressed numerous times going in, and based on what we've seen thus far, my questions were very legitimate. And there is no Friday and Saturday starter as of now, to my way of thinking. Uh, there are guys who are going to fill those roles, but they're not set in any way, shape, or form, and I don't know when they're going to be set. And the, the dilemma is that right now it appears that you don't have a, a guy who's good enough in either of those spots right now. Now, Maybe Smith becomes one as the season goes on. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe Billy writes the, the, his situation. Uh, not sure. But once again, the, the, the challenge with this team is going to be you're going to go into series in league against league opponents where they have quality Friday and Saturday starters. And if you can't match the quality of the Friday and Saturday starters, you're probably going to lose a lot of series. I mean, Bob's talked about having to win Saturday and Sunday as an approach. Uh, you know, it, it, you can't afford to give away Friday in a th- in three-game series and think that you're going to have the type of year that you want to have. The other thing that has to happen is obviously Will Taylor has to hit, uh, both to protect Cantarella, as Bob mentioned, uh, but also t- to be the instrumental part of this table-setting and team that Will Taylor should be. I mean, Will Taylor came in focused. He had given up football. He's a year removed from that injury. He showed all the flash last year, and you expected now as a dedicated baseball player. I mean, I expected. I I thought he would blow up, and I I still sort of think he will. But Bob was wondering whether you know draft can be part of his issue right now. You know, um, being worried about that and draft status, and maybe pressing a little bit. Uh, Bob talked about the fact he hit a couple balls uh, hard late uh, on Sunday. So hopefully uh, that's the case moving forward. I, I think, I'm not sure, but I think Will went like 0 for 11 in this series. And he just has, I mean, he may have two hits on the year. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but he's an instrumental part of this team. You're talking about a round one caliber talent who, who right now it's just, it's lost. I would keep in mind, though, that, you know, it's a different situation. But remember how awful Caden Grice was for the first half of last year. I mean, just so bad that, I mean, honestly, there was a belief he wasn't going to be on the team. He was going to walk away from baseball. That's how bad it had gotten. I mean, he couldn't hit anything. And, you know, it was really his role as a pitcher that sort of got him back involved, feeling good about a contribution he was making to the team that actually got his bat going. So, you know, maybe Will needs to do something like that. Maybe he needs to bunt his way on. I mean, just something to get himself going uh, to a greater degree because th- this team is going to need him because, again, I – I don't think you're going to be in many 2-1 games on uh, Friday and Saturday right now. Uh, you know, I think you're going to have to win some 8-6 games. <clears throat> and uh to win some 8-6 games, you're going to need you're going to need Canarella and you're going to need Taylor acting like uh playing like round one talents that that they allegedly are and that I believe they are. Um that honestly, that's been my biggest surprise. I'm not surprised about the the Friday and Saturday starting pitching. 
That was my question. And I am surprised about Will Taylor's start to the year. You know, and hopefully he comes out of that this weekend because this team uh, needs him and is going to need him. And he's dangerous on the bases, too. I mean, he can run. Canarello, Will Taylor, 1-2, should be the best 1-2 in the country. You know, again, assuming Canarello is healthy and Will is right, that should be the best 1-2 in the country. I'm sure there are other teams that would like to put theirs up against it, but but I'd be willing to roll with those two guys normally uh, against anybody. And, you know, and we've seen Canarello doing his thing all year again. If Will was also doing that, um, then I think you see a, a, a bit of a different team, a team that's really capable of, of – double-digit runs every night. So we'll find out when that happens, if it happens. It needs to happen for this team to uh, to be where they want to be, to get to where they want to be. And somehow you're going to have to figure out Friday and Saturday because I don't think either of those spots are set yet. And you're going to have to come up with some answers. You know, Aiden was much better in start two than he was in start one. And we'll see what he does moving forward from here. But... Uh, but figuring out Friday and Saturday starting pitching is is the biggest issue this team faces right now, without question. Uh, I, I don't think it's close. Uh, let me tell you about Twin Peaks. Look, they have it all, okay? I don't care what sport you like. The NBA, hockey, UFC, boxing, uh, you know, NASCAR, they have it all at the peaks. They have 80 high-definition monitors, so no matter where you sit, you're going to have a great seat to catch all of the action. And if the monitors above you are not on the specific sporting events, they're willing to change it. They're, they're good people. Just ask them. Uh, but it's the ideal place to watch a sporting event, whatever your particular sporting event is. Uh, beyond that, uh, beautiful women, scenic views. There's just no place like it. 28-degree draft beer, insane selection of mixed drinks. They have it all. Uh, incredible happy hour. And don't forget, the biggest surprise at Twin Peaks, as I say all the time, is the food. Scratch-made food, scratch-made kitchen. The food is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, they do. Uh, they run their own smokers. They, they, they cook it low and slow the way you're supposed to do it. And, and, you know, people ask me all the time, well, what's good there? Well, it's all great. It's all absolutely incredible. So, um, by all means, uh, get out to the peaks. I promise you will thank me later. There is, uh, there's no place like it uh, for all of your sporting interests, uh, Twin Peaks. You know, um, so, look, I, I guess the best thing you say, I, I, on the 18-to-1 deal, I didn't care at all about that. You know, I, my concern was just the starting pitching element of it, was just the, the, the Barlow element of it. I did not care at all about eighteen to one. Once the game is is gone, it's gone. I, I you know I, I I don't care about that. You, you see these ridiculous scores in baseball sometimes. That that doesn't mean anything to me. You just cast that away. And I and I think that Eric Backage handled it the right way with his uh, with his mass substitutions. Uh, I think he handled it the right way. I, look, I think he's a brilliant guy. I mean, I think he, I thought he was the guy for the job, and I a hundred percent do. Uh, but I also think, I think this team has some questions that people did not recognize that you're going to have to work your way through, and 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 maybe you find an answer to those situations, and maybe it's something that you just don't have an answer to right now, despite all the arms on the roster, um, and and all the discussions we had about depth. Now the depth is. Not as deep, you know. It's the depth is 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 challenged now a little bit, and it's relatively early for that to happen. Let me tell you about Green Law. I don't think I've met anybody who's had a good experience with the IRS. Now there are eighty four thousand more of them not to have good experiences with. You know, a, a little simple math will tell you <laughs> that's a lot of IRS agents in your state. That's like seventeen hundred and fifty more of them. Think about that per county. These people are busy. You're not sure how to deal with them. Maybe you haven't filed some of years. You filed, you haven't, you haven't paid. I, I don't know what your issue is, but you're thinking of moving to Idaho and living off the grid. Don't do that. 
Call my man David Green right here at the Green Law Firm right in Greenville. David's a Clemson grad, has been dealing with the IRS for over 20 years. He has great working relationships with local and national IRS agents. He'll quickly get you the right solution. David knows all the options available so you can take your life back, whether they put liens on your property, garnish your wages, whether an audit coming up. Uh, David will find you the right solution. The Green Law Firm understands the ever-changing tax laws. What the IRS will accept as a compromise. As a matter of fact, David Green understands the Fresh Start program. He'll use this IRS program to your best advantage. The Green Law Firm can't change your past, but they can certainly change your future. Get the peace of mind and the results you're entitled to from the local law firm that's been helping hundreds of folks in the upstate for over 20 years. The professional staff at the Green Law Firm can do it all. Do yourself a big favor. Call the Green Law Firm today for a free, that's free, strategy session 2717940 or stop by their office 11 McGee Street in Greenville or on the web greenlaw.legal that's green g-r-e-e-n-e greenlaw.legal you will thank me later quick break wall tip tula road rage you can get in 6547627 people always complain you can't get in you can get them right now before you break ground on that exciting project here's a friendly reminder from Fort Hill Natural Gas Safety first. Call 811 before you dig. It's the law and it's free. Whether you're planting a garden or installing that dream patio, make sure to dial 811. Your ticket to a safe and worry-free project. Fort Hill Natural Gas supports and recognizes safe digging practices. Your safety is their priority. Dig smart, dig safe. Call 811 before you dig. Brought to you by Fort Hill Natural Gas, where safety meets satisfaction. The cold weather is here. Harrison's is the place to load up on layers from lightweight long sleeve t-shirts to heavy duty Sherpa line coats and everything in between. Harrison's is the home of work, western, and wow! But nobody does work like we do. FR, high-vis, work boots, and safety shoes of all types, plus a huge selection of workwear for men and women. Harrison's has what you need to work safe and work warm all winter long. Come see us in Spartanburg and Malden or get free shipping from harrisonsusa.com. There is a problem with mattresses. The bad ones leave you sleeping in a hole way too quickly, and no one makes flippable mattresses anymore. Engineered Sleep Designs and manufacturers mattresses that solve common issues and sleep comfortably. Whether you prefer firm or soft, they have you covered. Go check out their industry-leading dual mattress and their flippable classic hybrids at 333 North Pleasantburg Drive, Greenville, or visit engineeredsleep.com to learn more. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. Looking for a job with a company that's focused on family? Glen Raven's Anderson Plant, maker of high-quality Sunbrella products, is hiring now. As a family-run company offering competitive hourly rates to help you support your family, you'll enjoy premium benefits, including a pension program and much more. You'll qualify for a $1,500 sign-on bonus, and once you're hired, if you refer someone who gets hired, you'll get a $2,000 referral bonus, too. If you're experienced or willing to be trained, apply today at join.sumbrella.com. So you're looking for financing on your next vehicle. AutoWorks in Greer has you covered with easy in-house financing and super fast approvals. Low down payments make life simple. And there's no need to drive all the way to the dealership. We can give you an answer in as little as 10 minutes. Just fill out our fast app online at AutoWorksSC.com. With almost 80 vehicles to choose from, including trucks and 3 row SUVs, finding your vehicle just got easier. Kick off 2024 in style by visiting AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with everything I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of dry AMD called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, colors appear dull or washed out. For others, hazy or blurred vision make it hard to see details, like fine print on price tags. Many have trouble seeing in the dark, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. 
If you think you have GA, don't wait. Treatments are available. Ask a retina specialist about FDA-approved treatments for GA. And go to gawontwait.com. I can't believe tax season is here already. Look at all this info I have to enter. Phil's small accounting firm is growing in numbers. Why didn't I take that typing class in high school? A data entry specialist could really help him in a crunch. I got blisters on my fingers! Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. What's that sound? That's the sound of Downy Unstoppable scent beads going into your washing machine and giving your clothes freshness that lasts all day long. There it is again. It's like music to your ears or more like music to your nose. That freshness is irresistible. Let's get a Downy Unstoppable bottle shake. And now a sniff solo. Nice. Get six times longer lasting freshness plus odor protection with Downy Unstoppable's in-wash scent beads. No transfer portal here. We're here to stay. We are the war where every day is game day. Welcome to the Red Rays. We are back. Texter uh, 803 says, uh, don't worry, Walt. Friday was an anomaly. Uh, number 23 is a plan. Uh, I am worried, and uh, Bob is worried too. Uh, it's not Friday that worries me. It's the same questions I had before the year. It's do you have a legitimate Friday and Saturday starter? So far, I would say the answer is no. So... Uh, that means it's going to be an adventurous season unless you figure that out. Uh, you need elite guys on Friday and Saturday. Uh, you know, if you want to compete at the highest level, you need elite arms and elite guys there. And that's the question. Touch said the Billis outrage is comical. Um, you know, <laughs> okay. On the, on the Billis thing, by the way, Ramon, this is what happened. Uh, Wake Forest beats Duke at Duke. Wake Forest storms the court. Star Duke player Kyle Filipowski winds up with a, I don't know what it is, sprained ankle, sprained knee, uh, sprained uh, something or another. Are you there, Producer Rona? Hello. Is this thing working? Yeah, testing? listen One, to you. You're oh, telling oh. me something. I can't even see you. you your head's like below talk. the table. No, I'm good. Are you I'm in right the, here. Uh, there you are. I see your hand. Um, <laughs> I'm right here. You know, Go ahead. And so it's brought up this whole issue of storming the court after uh, after victories and whether that should oh, happen, yeah. whether that should happen or not. But the first thing I would say is, didn't Duke? Am I wrong? Didn't Duke storm the field after upsetting Clemson in football this year? I'm pretty sure they did. I, I remember I remember seeing all the little nerds running on the field. I'm pretty sure I did. You know, so you can't have that both ways. Now, I will say this. I think we have more nutcases than ever before. That's true. And I, I think in the students' sections, too, I, I, I think we have more extremists and more over-the-top personalities then we have, I, th I think we grow them now, Ramona. I, I think social media helps to perpetuate and grow them. <laughs> I do too. And so I think we have more uh, little nuts than we've ever had before. Yes, you know? I agree. And, and in that regard, I think player safety has to be your first concern. I, I just, I do. I, I think player safety has to be your first concern. The, you, you know, no one ever cares about this stuff until it happens to them. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, it, like if somebody uh, ran into P.J. Hall and wrecked his knee and ended his career, trust me, Clemson fans would be outraged and want revenge and want rule change and everything else. No one ever does anything about this until it affects them. That's the kind of world we live in. We don't care about this. Like, like the time to actually care about it is like the offseason, you know, before something happens to you. 
before something happens to somebody else. You know, I understand that. I agree with that. I, I just think, I think we, and, and and look, I think there are examples all over the world, in the real world, out in the oxygen, the real world, how we have become a more dangerous place. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. A more dangerous place. And, and therefore, I think you have to do a better job protecting players. The dilemma, Texture said, uh, hey, Walt, if you watch the replay in slow motion, it looks like Filipowski stuck his leg out to try and trip the other person. The, yeah, but the, the problem is the other person doesn't belong out there in reality. Uh, well, now, think about this, okay? If somebody storms the court, okay, yeah. let's say the players are not in danger, okay? If the students and all those people storm the court and one of them gets hurt, yeah, what do you think happens? Well, they sue the university for letting them well, storm the maybe, court. Maybe, I mean, there's that. Yeah, maybe. Um, but look, here's the thing. I've watched the the Filipowski video a number of times, just like I watched the Caitlin Clark video a number of times. I I, I can't determine anything from it. I I think that if you are if you are suddenly being besieged, people are running at you from every direction, that's going to make you a little bit aggressive by nature. I would you're, think so. Right. You're going to you're going to use your forearms as a defense mechanism. You're going to try and get through these people. If that means that some of them get clobbered on the way, that's too bad. Uh, honestly, I think that's that's sort of how I view it. If a fan goes down because a, a Filipowski uh, runs him over, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry. Well, they could get trampled, right? Just think, as easy as anybody else, right? I think that's the I think that's the danger, and I and I am concerned that we have become more extreme in almost everything we we do. Texas said he appears to have injured his uh, leg. He appeared to have injured his leg before the final whistle and before the fans rushed on the court. See, I can't say that. I don't I don't know that, and I'm not going to guess at that. I, 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 but the bottom line to me is, I, look, I think we have some hypocrites like Jay Billis and the all the Duke apologists and defenders out there who are all uh, loud and proud now on this issue when, again, their football team stormed the field against Clemson. I, I think that's, uh, that's being a phony. Um, I don't think there's any question about that. But I do think we are heading towards more of these issues. Um, now, in terms of the solution, I, I don't think there is one. See, I hear like the <laughs> listen to this, Ramona. Billis's solution was to arrest all of them. I I I heard him say this. He said he said, uh, "Look, here's what we do. The, the first time they do that, we arrest all of them, and they won't do it anymore. Right? We're going to arrest uh, I don't know three thousand students or something." And yeah, I mean, and how are you with all the. I mean, there's a lot. That's a lot going on. When people are people are just all piled up like that, how are you going to really? What are you going to do? Right. Well, Bill is, yeah, Bill is suggested you keep saying? you keep them imprisoned on the court, basically, and you write them all citations. Yeah, every who, one. Of right. Them. Who's going to do that? And how long will that take? And you're, yeah, you're just and how going do you imp- not know somebody just sneaks out down the hallway? But there. but you're going to imprison them for how long exactly? How long will it take to write uh, two thousand citations? <laughs> yeah, uh, that, how long? That seems strange. Yeah, that's not an answer. That's not an answer, Jay. Uh, It's not a solution at all. One of the problems with, you know, people want more security and they want to, you know, beef up security will keep them off the the court kind of thing is uh, the belief is among people in that profession who do this kind of work for a living, that that would actually be a, that would create more violence more challenges, more difficulties. What, if you tell them that they can't storm the court? No, if you physically try and keep them from doing oh, it with oh, security. Oh, yeah, okay. Telling okay, them uh, doesn't telling them is not going to do anything. I know it's worked to some degree here at Clemson, to some degree. But oh, you're saying they can't mandate that people don't storm the court anymore. I I'm tell, I'm saying I'm saying I don't I don't see what the answer is. I hear a lot of geniuses telling me what the problem is, but I don't hear any of those same geniuses telling me what the answer is. Now I heard Billis's answer, and that's idiotic. His answer was idiotic. That's that's not a solution. So 
I'm okay with I'm okay with saying, okay, this is becoming increasingly more of a problem, and the world gets crazier every day. Maybe we should not have these uh, fans madly rushing a field while athletes are still on uh, the athletic field of endeavor. Uh, I, I'm okay with saying that. What I'm what I need to know though from you is how do you stop it? That's what I want to know. How do you stop it? You just say, please don't do it. How do you stop them from doing it? Yeah. Well, it's going to take more than, I mean, you can't just tell them. And I mean, that's not going to take the first time. Okay. So how do you so, stop it? I, I mean. You can't. That's the answer. You I can't. Mean, you, you can't, can't stop at it. all. I mean, no. you should be able to eventually. No, I don't think you can. I don't, I don't, I, I think Clemson has, well, if, Clemson if, has delayed if time it. Time after time, there's less and less people because you've been telling people not to do it. Pretty soon, the people are going to, they're going to feel isolated doing it. Well, I, I don't. And then they're going to get like, you know, hurt. Yeah, I, I don't know. Seth Davis said, and uh, let me see if I have this still. I may not. Um, let me see here. Seth Davis, where is it, Seth? Uh, I'm just going to give you the gist of what he said because I, I don't, I don't see it. I thought I had it here, um, and I don't care enough about him to look it up. But the the gist of what he said is, you don't see this stuff in the NBA, so uh, because they know that they're under the threat of being arrested, so uh, you know you should be able to control it in college. Well, in the NBA, first of all, you don't have a student section. Um, as you know, Quack correctly said on my way in. Quack and Ben were talking about this, and they, you know, and the the obvious thing is you don't have a student section. You know, you you don't you're you're not raw meeting your crowd to death as every school does with their student section. They want their student section to be extremist. They, every school oh, wants yeah. their student section to impact the game in every way possible. You don't have any. There's no student sections in the NBA, moron. Not to mention the fact you play 82 games, all right? And the players are opting out of like 30 of them. So uh, no one's going to care enough to run on the court. There are 82 games. The games don't matter to the degree that they do collegiately. That's not hard to understand. When you're playing 30 versus 82, there's a different degree of importance to every basketball game. Plus, and it's college you, students versus. Well, and uh, you have historical. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have historical rivalries and, and upsets that occur. In the NBA, if there's an upset, no one cares. The, the, game, the next game, the next night, it's a, it's a long season a soap opera kind of deal. So it none of that matters. None of them it's a completely different situation. So I, I mean Seth Seth Davis's comments, honestly, I don't know is somebody impersonating Seth Davis? Because everything he has said recently has just been remarkably, invincibly ignorant. Is somebody impersonating him? Is this actually Seth Davis? Uh, I know his business crashed and burned or something, but is that uh, is that what's happening? I have no idea. Is is his is his wife uh, handling his Twitter account? I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I know that everything that's come out of his mouth recently, at least on social media, has been patently ridiculous. So I I just his kid. Yeah, his kid. I, I, I think, <laughs> to me, it's a it's a problem without a solution, and none of the alleged solutions that I've heard suggested make any sense at all. They're not. They're just not doable. You can't execute them. I do think this. You have to find a better way to get the players off the court. And, and maybe that's the gist of it. Now, I don't know that you can always affect that either. Well, how but, can, yeah, because how can you do that? Right when the game is won is when everybody's so passionate well, about it. What right. are you going to do? Say, okay, I know you want to storm the court and celebrate. That's what Clemson does. Clemson, Clemson pauses do, it. That works? Clemson pauses it. They try to. They, so that works? Well, to a degree it works. To what degree? <laughs> you, could, you, could, you can argue. But Well, how long did they pause it? 
well, a few minutes. No, no, you're not. You're not going to be able to do that. Look, look. See, that's the part of it. That, then they lose interest. I right. mean, if you wait long enough, right, the, they'll the, lose interest. In the idea it. of the whole thing is pretty much the spontaneity <laughs> of it. You know, that's what it, I'm it's saying. the spontaneity of that that instant sort of unexpected win, even if you're the favorite. And I don't know if you take that away from college athletics, then college athletics does lose something. I I, I think that's a fact. I I just I think you have a I think you have a building dilemma that doesn't have any real workable solution. Quick break, I'll get to all your calls on the other side. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. As an independent business owner, you are the expert on your products, services, and customers. But you may not have the time or expertise to handle other duties, such as ensuring tax forms and payments are made. Let David Green help you get back on track. He can implement the best IRS programs to resolve all of your IRS and South Carolina tax issues. Call us at 271-7940 or visit our website, davidgreenattorney.com, for a free appointment to discuss your situation. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screen porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. A car is never just a car. Kelly Blue Book knows it's so much more than that. It's your commuting chariot, your road trip refuge, your I just need a reason to get out of the house. Your car is there for everything. And for everything car, there's Kelly Blue Book. Need a new set of wheels? Price it on Kelly Blue Book. Problem under the hood? Fix it with Kelly Blue Book. Can another car do the job better? Trade it or sell it on Kelly Blue Book. We're here mile after mile, moment after moment. Price it, fix it, trade it, sell it. KBB.com. Visit kellybluebook.com to get the journey started. This time of year is all about getting outside and enjoying the great outdoors. And nothing makes that more enjoyable than a meal right off the grill with fixings from your local Ingalls Market. From hand-cut steaks to fresh seafood and all types of meals with grilled and sautéed veggies, Ingalls has everything you need for a backyard barbecue, a day on the lake, or a trip to the beach. If you're hitting the road, be sure to use your Ingalls Advantage points to fill up and save money on gas. Shop your Ingalls pharmacy aisles to save on sunscreen products and first aid. Planning a get-together or family reunion? Your Ingalls Deli Department can hook you up with custom-made platters that'll save you time and money. Need some fresh flowers to accent your home? The Ingalls Floral Department can handle that, and they also make beautiful arrangements for your loved ones. Take it from me. No matter what your family's grocery needs, you'll find it all at Ingalls. Low prices, love the savings. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asks, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484 and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484. And remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. This is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. Are you retiring anytime soon? Are you concerned about the market volatility? What about all the banks that have gone under? 
you realize that now there's over 144 banks that could be having problems? Folks, is your cash safe in the bank? What are your options? Let me show you how to, we can protect your money, add money to your retirement account, create a pension-like income, and an inflation-friendly increasing income, and we'll help you with tax-free strategies. Call me at 864-989-0176 or go to mymoneyissafe.com. Oh, I can't believe tax season is here already.